Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 256. The echo that you hear if you are a regular listener probably tips you off to the fact that I am in my classroom. And the fact that I am posting my podcast for yesterday, which was Thursday, at about 4 o'clock Eastern Time on Friday in the afternoon is uh, not a great thing. I do beg your forgiveness. It has been an interesting couple days. Not, not a bad couple days by any means. No tragedies or, you know, unexpected uh, hassles have kept me from recording, but just a very full schedule. And last night, yesterday afternoon, I didn't get my daily nap, which uh, don't want to sound like a, you know, toddler, but I was really... It really affected my day when I couldn't get my nap. And I was pretty pooped and actually kind of cranky by the end of the day. And the last thing I wanted to do was stay up later than I needed to and try to put together a coherent um, reflection for my podcast. So I went to bed. And I was hoping to do um, the recording like I've done before during my second period, free period today, about 9 o'clock. But things got too busy. I had too many things to do. I took it right up to the bell, getting work done, ready for today. And I really actually had kind of even forgotten about the podcast until, believe it or not, a student said something to me about subscribing to it. And I said, oh, yeah, wow. And it just kind of rang my bell that I hadn't recorded it yet for yesterday. And I know it might seem kind of odd to be recording one at 4 and then recording one probably later tonight around 10 or 11. Combine them into one, right? But it really means a lot to me to do this every day. I think the discipline of it and being able to say I've recorded it every day or recorded one for every day, because I haven't recorded it every day. I have recorded more than once, two on a day, for two days, the day before and then the day of. But saying it every day and having 365 of these episodes when I get to December 31st, 2018, is important for me. So here I am. And I do have something significant from yesterday. And I do, I think, have something already from today, And even though today is not over. But I will keep them separate. So episode 257, the next one will be later on tonight, about today. And this one, 256, will be just about yesterday. Thursday. And here's what we did. Kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul, of course, open to the experience of the presence of God. And it was a good place to do that yesterday because it was at the community garden up the street from where my school is. I don't know if I've talked about this yet. We did, during the summer, go to this garden during our summer gym program. Listeners from back in June will remember that I was overseeing, doing planning for this uh, learning program, this summer gym program. And one of the things that we did with the students was have them walk up the street, less than a mile, maybe three quarters of a mile, 15 minute walk or so, and serve in this garden. And it's a really amazing place. I really wish I had taken some pictures yesterday so I can put a, so I could post them with the podcast, but I'll, I'll try to get some later on. But what is 
amazing about this garden is it is on the campus of a church that is local for us and also a school, a feeder school for a number of our students. This is where they went to K-8. And on this particular corner of the property, there is a food pantry and a place where people can get some clothing and some toys or furniture even if they are in need. And behind this pantry is this rather large, not huge, large, I guess, fenced-in garden that has wonderful, wonderful overseers, people that know what they're doing and, and really put a lot of love and thoughtfulness into what they're growing and how they're growing it. And yesterday we took students, walked them, I took students, seven of them, all freshmen, which was kind of neat, walked them, walked with them up the street, and then we worked in the garden for about an hour. And of course this time of year here in the Northern Hemisphere is harvest time, and that's what we did yesterday. We harvested. Now I have to be honest, I broke a sweat because I was in the sun, but I, I did not do as much harvesting as the students did. And in one way, I kind of feel bad about this. I mean, I want to put my labor and my time to supporting the, the work in the garden. At the same time, I wasn't, you know, sitting there surfing my phone. I, I was talking to the director, um, who's just a really, really lovely woman, um, who has a connection, actually. Her granddaughter currently goes to the school where I teach, and her granddaughter, uh, older granddaughter, graduated from here last year in, in the in June, this past June, and um, she and I talked. Um, really, the, most of the time, the kids were um, doing the gardening, and it was important because we scheduled more visits in the future. We um, talked about composting. We want to do some composting for them, and I learned about a project that I'm hoping to implement, which is using worms to compost. Now, I'm not going to say too much about this because there's a pretty good chance I will be able to get a system for this, and they make a system. Think of a cabinet with drawers, so to speak, that are connected, and the um, worms are, are in various parts, and you put the food. I, I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I was shopping for them today online a little bit. Um, and I'll certainly talk more about them if this comes to be. But that's what the leader and I yesterday, this the uh, commissioner, if you will, of the garden, uh, what she and I were talking about. And it was, it was a great conversation. And I learned a lot. And it was exciting to hear how this community, this Care for Creation Association, which is uh, what we're doing where I teach, um, to hear how we can support the work and learn from the work they're doing up the street at the garden. I did have a funny moment, though. I did get into the um, harvesting, at least a little bit. And um, I was on the tomatillos, which I didn't really know about. I, I've had tomatillo salsa before, and it's pretty delicious. But I didn't know that they have these kind of papery, um, I think of like a paper lantern on the outside. And on the inside, inside of that, it's the, um, the tomato itself, the tomatillo, it grows. And it's sort of like a balloon inflating within a, a bag, like a paper bag, if you will. It's probably a good uh, comparison. And you'd know when it's time to pick them by when the, they're very firm, when they're not papery, when the, the space between the, the 
inside, the tomatilla, the balloon, if you will, and the outside, the bag, the, the, the covering, are, are one when the, there's a firmness. So I, I learned that yesterday, and so I'm, I'm picking and I'm looking, and, and I almost just reached for this one, and it would have been kind of a surprise, um, and just even thinking about it kind of makes my fingers tingle a little bit in a not great way. But I was about to reach, and I looked down, and there is a caterpillar. <laughs> not a huge one, about maybe two inches long, but he was green. Don't think there were any spikes on him. It looked like he was maybe friendly, but he was, had his head well into one of the tomatillas, and he was just munching at it. Wish I would have taken a picture, because it, it was pretty cool. Um, but did talk to the leader, the, the kids who were harvesting elsewhere in the garden came over and took a look and there were some oohs and ahs and what is that and don't think anybody wanted to touch it but our leader the garden commissioner she came over and she said oh yeah it's so and so and she picked the tomatillo off I don't think she touched the caterpillar she says oh you know sometimes caterpillars are really good for the garden but this guy she called him this guy she said this guy he's a tomato eater he's a killer she's like he will eat twice his body weight in our tomatoes a day so she's like he's an outlaw he does not belong here and then she went off somewhere with this uh this caterpillar who was now in i guess in who was being confiscated i don't know where she went not sure if that caterpillar lived to see the end of that day i certainly hope so but he was a pest and he was getting relegated i think somewhere else but it was a great experience, um, and I, I think the, the girls who went and the two boys who went seemed to have a really good time, and we're going back next week. So weather permitting, we will have some more to harvest, maybe have another story or two, but you know, if, if God's creation is like a garden, and God is the gardener, if you will, I think anytime we garden, anytime we grow, anytime we get our fingers in the dirt, touching God's creatures, like caterpillars maybe, God is near. And as long as we are aware of that with our, our senses open to that, it is just one of, of so many different ways that we can give praise and glory to God. So in this season of harvest, how are you connecting to the harvest time? Do you have a garden? If so, what, what, how has that been? Do you experience God's presence as you garden? Or are you enjoying the fruits of a bounty, a harvest somewhere? Certainly you are at farmer's markets maybe, or holidays. How, how are you in touch right now with the harvest that is happening? And how is God revealed how do you experience God's presence in the midst of the harvest of 2018? As always, thanks for letting me share this with you. Thanks for being here. Blessings and peace.